Well, hello and welcome to Holy Saturday. My name is Melissa and I'm quite honored to be invited into your prayer today. So thank you very much. Today's Holy Saturday and we will be taking um, some of our lights from the gospel of today, which is Matthew 28, 1 through 10. And in that passage, we find Mary and Mary Magdalene going to the tomb before dawn to look at the grave. This day on Holy Saturday, we see Jesus's family and his followers gathering um, around the tomb for a vigil. And it is said traditionally that today creation holds its breath. I was thinking about this pause, this space between Good Friday and Easter Sunday. It's just space. God is so good and he doesn't let anything pass to him. And I think that he gives us this day for a tremendous reason. I was talking to him actually about why all this space on Saturday? And he told me this, Melissa, you know how Lazarus is the prefigurement for the resurrection? Well, Barabbas is the prefigurement of you. of me. Uh, so I started thinking about Barabbas a little bit more. And did you know that his name in Aramaic means son of the father? In my case, daughter of the dear father. And it, it was a real light to me that perhaps I could spend some time reflecting on what it would have been like had I been in Barabbas's place. So I invite us, both of us, to go back now to where Barabbas found himself on that blessed day. He was shackled and chained to a prison wall that was likely damp, dark, and gross, probably. I mean, I can't imagine rats running around. The smell, right? It's a horrible place. Death Row is no easy place to be. Yet Barabbas found himself there. Why? Because he was a rebel. He was a notorious rebel, actually. And he was rebelling against authority. And brothers and sisters, we likewise have found ourselves rebelling against authority and the love of our Father. And we happily walked into death row, allowed ourselves to be chained to the wall, wishing and desiring and wanting something different, wanting to be able to make our way back to God the Father and maybe not even knowing how. The prison, you know, this, the, the, um, our, our, um, our trial and our sentencing was too great. We were going to be put to death for our rebellion. 
And all of a sudden, there we are in the cell. And we hear our name being, your name being chanted outside the cell walls. It's faint, but you can hear your name. And a surge of fear goes flowing through you, like today's the day I die. Today's the day of my crucifixion. And you can hear the guards' footsteps down the hall. They're talking to each other, but you can't hear what they're saying. They arrive at your cell door and they unlock it and they call your name and they say, you're up. It's your turn. They unshackle you from the prison wall. However, your hands and your feet remain chained. And you make your way up those dungeon stairs out to the stage where all those people are chanting your name. The governor is there and there's another man there who's so quiet, who's not saying a word. He's also chained, but you're not sure what he did. And the governor asks who should be released. And they say your name, that you should be the one released. And it's then that you realize that this innocent man or this man that is standing there is about to take your place. In that moment, you look over and you catch the gaze of Jesus's eyes. And he fills your soul with so much love and compassion and mercy. And in that very moment, you know, you know, you are guilty and he is the innocent one. At that moment, you see the governor wash his hands and order the guards to unshackle you. The guards take off your your chains from your hands and your feet. And they say, go, go, you've been set free. You've been set free. And it's hard to believe because you know you're the guilty one. And as you walk down those stairs and turn around and look back at Jesus, he's not hesitating. He's not fighting. He's not wanting to take it back. He's just there receiving your sentencing. You follow him through the death, through his passion and his death. You stand at the foot of the cross and you watch him be crucified in your place. And as minutes go by and hours go by, you keep saying to yourself, that should have been me. I should have been there. I should have been on that cross. That should have been my blood. 
but it wasn't. This man took your place. You know, when big things happen in our life that are sudden and abrupt, they can hit us really hard and very unexpectedly. And they can force us to take a step back and reevaluate our life and reevaluate what happened. Sometimes these big dramatic events are really hard to swallow at first, which is why it's so important to, to give ourselves adequate time to process. Saturday, Holy Saturday, is a time for us to process being set free. In Luke 4.18, it says this, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to proclaim release to the captives and to recover sight to the blind and set free those who are oppressed is that not a description of Barabbas? Is that not a description of you? It's the perfect image. Jesus, just as surely as Barabbas walked out of that prison a free man, Jesus gave himself so that each of us could walk free right back into the arms of the Father. He took our place. The true son of the Father the obedient son of the father. He took our place and we have new life because of it. On this holy Saturday, I encourage you also to make your way to the tomb in your prayer. And if you can even imagine placing your back against the, the rock that was rolled in front of the tomb, and just sliding down until you find yourself sitting on the ground right in front of the doorway. There, you can spend time processing. You can tell the Father how sorry you are. You can tell the Father that I watched this man die yesterday and my life must change he took his life for me that me he gave his life for me and that means that my life has to have meaning my life has purpose you want me here and i i want to be your son and i want to be your daughter teach me how show me how love me here And as you spend time right in front of the tomb, you can even glance up and see Our Lady coming your way. What do her eyes look like? How is she feeling? Invite her to come and to sit beside you and talk to her. How does she feel about you? What does she want you to know about her son and about you? So I encourage you to sit here 
with Our Lady at the tomb and experience what it means to be set free. God bless you.